I've just returned from speaking at a VIP Worldview conference at the World War II Museum in New Orleans. I came away with a sense of urgency like never before, and I want to share my thoughts from the conference on today's episode of Kingdom Currents. One of the highlights of my ministry is being part of a Worldview uh, team that presents Uh, at Worldview conferences that are sponsored by BJU Press and Precept Marketing. Dr. George Barna from the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University and Jeff Keaton, Executive Director of Renew a Nation, Ben Shetler, President of uh, Speaking the Truth in Love, and Dr. Charles Ware of Grace Relations are some of the other speakers who are part of this Worldview team. The information presented at these conferences is always powerful and challenging, and Christian school educators and pastors, board members who are in attendance, they always go away with with a sense of mission and purpose for why we need to educate our children biblically. Even though we don't get together as speakers and share with each other what we're going to present, it's amazing how our presentations correlate with one another so well. I can't tell you the number of times I've been asked by attendees, how do we coordinate our talks so that they build and on and support one another? My only answer is that each of us ask God to give us the words he wants us to share. And then we go about and present. As I sat and listened to each presentation at this one conference, I was keenly aware that there was something different in the tone and the challenges that were being presented. I talked to some of the other team members to see if they sensed the same thing that I was sensing. One team member said that he was aware of this also. And then he said, but I believe it's because we are facing such a terrible crisis in our homes and churches, Christian schools, and and this crisis is like never before in his lifetime. See, the battle for the hearts and minds of the next generation is intensifying with each passing day. Some of the key points that were made at this conference included the fact that the percentage of Generation Z, today's students, that self-identify as nuns, meaning they don't consider them spiritual, they they don't consider uh, God or anything else in their lives, is at an all-time high of 40%. That's four out of every 10 young people. Only 4% of the primary parenting generation, the millennials, that's the the parenting generation that is shaping the worldview uh, of students that are between the ages of uh, 15 months to basically 13 years. Uh, Only 4% of them has a biblical worldview. Another thing that I noticed that there was an increased emphasis on the reality that education just can't be neutral. This includes every lesson a teacher presents or every practice a coach holds and every textbook that is written. See, specific examples were shown that made it clear that even in today's secular textbooks, there's an effort and it's very subtle. You don't even notice it when you're reading it. Where, where the authors of the textbooks are grooming not just the student, but the teacher in dangerous, secular, anti-Christian worldview concepts. 
It was also clear after being at the conference that the home is losing its influence on giving their children uh, a biblical worldview. And the church has almost no impact on world development of the next generation. Then someone pointed out that only 12% of children and youth pastors, those that are specifically targeting that age group, only 12% possess a biblical worldview. And I could go on with many other truths that were presented that make it clear we're in a crisis and far too many Christians are ill-prepared and equipped to enter the battle. See, Satan's efforts to destroy the family are intensifying. This can be seen by things such as laws that are now being passed and schools uh, that are implementing them where children are removed from parents' control if the parents don't affirm a child's gender, gender choice. There seems to be an increased emphasis on transgender and other sexual revolutionary false ideologies in classrooms all across the country. Examples of this type of indoctrination in secular schools are far too numerous to even comment on in just one episode of of this podcast. I am even shocked by churches are even promoting the LGBTQA plus agenda in their services. I just watched one online service of a Lutheran church in Minnesota. The church had designated the Sunday as Pride Sunday. Clergy wore rainbow-colored articles on their robes. The children's message was all about being who you want to be, and that that is what Jesus would want you to do. The quote-unquote sermon was on how Jesus would want LGBTQA plus people to have the right to exist because he is the one who created them the way they are. I was even more shocked when the congregation was invited to stand and recite a creed together. The clergy member began with these words, let us confess our faith today in the words of the quote-unquote sparkle creed. You may be thinking, what on earth is the Sparkle Creed? Well, here is what they recited in unison. I I almost feel a little bit fearful just reading these words. They, They just are so blasphemous. Here's what they said. I believe in the binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads, and who saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit, uh, who shatters our image of one light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints, as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the AIDS quilt, whose feet are grounded in mud, and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. I believe in the calling to each of us that love is love is love, so beloved, let us love. I believe, glorious God, help my unbelief. Amen. Wow, that, that, that is so dangerous. Ken Ham of Answers in Genesis warns of this attack on the family. He said, the war on the family continues. 
The family is the first and most fundamental of all human institutions. The family is the educational unit God uses to transmit a spiritual legacy to coming generations and impact the world around with God's word and saving gospel. There are immense attacks on the families from the abortion issue, LGBTQ, CRT, and many other issues. The devil knows how important the family is and will do all he can to try to destroy it. Satan is also escalating his efforts to control the state. G.K. Chesterton rightly warned that once you abolish God, the government becomes the God. I am reminded of reading the chilling words of G.W.F. Hegel when he wrote, The true state is the ethical whole and realization of freedom. The state is the march of God through the world. We must worship the state as the manifestation of the divine as it exists on earth. Unfortunately, the state is not just seen as our protector, which is biblical, but as our provider, which is unbiblical, even by many Christians. When we look at the condition of the culture, the government, the home, the church, the school, we could easily simply throw up our hands in hopelessness and pray, Lord Jesus, come quickly. But that is not what God wants from us. We're here at this time in history because God has ordained it to be so. And let me share with you what I shared with the attendees at this conference in the closing session. I said there's things that God expects us to do. And let me just share four necessary action steps that I think every one of us should be doing right now. Necessary action number one, we need to examine ourselves. (laughs) Sometimes we focus on everyone else and trying to fix them, and we've got to go and examine ourselves. What do we believe about education? What do we believe about the home, about the church, about the state? We've got to go and say, hey, what is our worldview? Necessary action number two, once we examine ourselves, we need to be more intentional in renewing our minds. We must, as Kyle Eidelman wrote in his book, God's at War, we must choose a worldview. And I would add, we need to choose a biblical worldview and then let it remake us. That's something that is so critical today. See, we're being bombarded every single day by false ideologies. And and sometimes, even though we've been thinking biblically, it's very easy for those secular ideas to come in and and sort of cloud up our worldview. So we've got to renew our minds. Necessary action number three, we've got to destroy dualism in our individual lives, in our homes, in our churches, in our schools. There is no such thing as a secular, neutral, anything much less education. God wants to reign in all of life, including the education we give our children and youth. And necessary action number four, we've got to get back to following God's instructions on how to educate our children. Parents and pastors, Christian educators, must know and they must also understand and also be able to apply the biblical principles of kingdom education in their homes, churches, and schools. 
The battle is intensifying, but guess what? There's good news. God is still on his throne and in complete control. There are times when the task seems too big and too difficult for me. But then I remember God doesn't want me to do this on my own strength and effort. He wants me to surrender my life daily to his spirit and then let him work through me. And that leads me to something else I want to share with you. I am excited and overwhelmed by how Kingdom Education Ministries continues to grow in both the resources that are being developed and available and the people and organizations that are being reached. My member website continues to expand, and schools are joining almost every week. I want to encourage you, if you're a Christian school and you're not a member, you need to consider by going to my website, kingdomeducationministries.com, and consider joining and taking advantage of all the resources there. Invitations to speak and consult with Christian schools and churches around the country come in on a daily basis. When I look at my August calendar, I'm really not even home that month. And that's exciting. I'm I'm thrilled that God has given me the health to, to get out there and get the message out and train up the next generation of leaders to to educate children biblically. My burden to equip the next generation of school and church leaders through the Kingdom Education Summits gets heavier and heavier with every passing day. I'm sure as a listener, you get tired of me trying to get you to register for one of the summits, but that's how important it is that we understand the whole concept of kingdom education. But reality is it's becoming more and more challenging for me to keep up. (laughs) I'm also facing the reality that uh, I'm getting older and probably won't be able to keep the current pace up in the years to come. And the future of Kingdom Education Ministries is always on my mind. And people are always asking me, what's going to happen when your life is over? Through a lot of prayer, God has shown me what I believe needs to be the best succession plan that will enable me to finish strong and have Kingdom Education Ministries positioned to continue declaring God's plan for educating future generations for many years to come, even after my life is over. The pieces are still in the process of coming together, and I want you to know that I'm hopeful that I will be making a big announcement in an upcoming episode of Kingdom Currents in the near future related to what's going to take place with Kingdom Education Ministries as we move forward. So would you please join me in praying for God's direction and His will for me and for Kingdom Education Ministries? Also, pray for the upcoming Kingdom Education Summits. The North Carolina Summit is just days away and the attendance has exploded and pretty much maxed out. There's still time for people to register for the Arizona Summit that's taking place the end of the month. And I continue to encourage you to do everything possible to attend a summit. This is a critical thing. It is the most important event that I have done in my 55 years of education. And I pray that you stay strong in the battle as we fight to make disciples of Jesus Christ of the next generation. So let's keep our eyes on the goal. Let's not give up. Yes, it can be discouraging, but remember, God has us here for a purpose, and that purpose is to make disciples of the next generation.
please go to my website, kingdomeducationministries.com. Look at the resources. Consider registering for the summit. Drop me an email at glenn, G-L-E-N, at kingdomeducation.org. That's glenn, G-L-E-N, one N, at kingdomeducation.org. And tell me what God is doing in your life and how Kingdom Currents is impacting you. I'd love to hear from you. So until next time, may God bless you as you stay in the fight. Hey, I'm Alex Overall, media developer for Northwest Christian School, and I'm here to tell you about NCS's new Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com. 